Welcome to the Tell Janice Radio Show, where you will hear inspiring stories about life, love, and labor from amazing women to help lift you up. Now, here's your host, Janice. Thanks for listening, everyone, and welcome to the show. I'm so happy that you can join us. I'm sure we'll learn a lot about our guests, but before we get started, I want to remind you to give a shout-out of encouragement, acknowledgement, and congratulations to any fabulous female, and you can do that by visiting my website, Tell Janice. My next guest is Wendy Nolan of Wendy Nolan Worldwide out of Austin, Texas. Wendy coaches professionals who want a strategic thinking partner to help them advance in their business or career and smash through their success goals. She's going to be talking about her recent book, Own Your Greatness. Thank you for joining us, Wendy. Hi, Janice. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. I always like to get started on the show with having our guests tell a little bit about themselves. Can you start with that? Sure, you bet. Um, I am actually a country girl. I grew up in a teeny light, teeny tiny little town outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, left home when I was 18 and started uh, my first career in the travel industry. And I, I moved to um, Phoenix, Arizona and started working for an airline. Um, spent eight years in the airline industry. Ended, ended up living in Alaska for about three years, which is amazing. And then I switched careers while I was in Anchorage, Alaska, and uh, moved into a completely different field, a different industry. Um, Spent 10 years in the consumer goods industry, moved back to Arizona, um, spent a year and a half in uh, Tucson, and then I moved to Austin, Texas 13 years ago while I was still in my second career. And then in uh, 2008, I decided to make another career change and wow. moved into my current career of uh, coaching professionals and business owners. Um, so I've been coaching now for seven years, and I coach people all over the world, which is why I called my business Wendy Nolan Worldwide. That's terrific. Um, and so that brings you a lot of travel, too. Yes, like I was in wow. the travel industry, so I, I knew I loved to travel. Did, were you? What did you do with the airlines working in Alaska? Um, I'm curious. Um, what I did was I started with the reservation center in Phoenix, and um, I got tired of working in a cubicle, and uh, I decided I wanted to stay with the company because, of course, great benefits. And I decided I wanted to try any anywhere else that Alaska Airlines served, which, you know, they're all up and down the West Coast. And the only place in the entire company that was available for a transfer where they had a position open was Anchorage, Alaska. And so I moved up there and I worked at the airport. Um, so I, it's, I don't know how familiar, you are, how familiar you are with Alaska, but Anchorage Airport is called the crossroads of the world because people from um, the eastern countries, Asia and Russia and Japan and China and what have you, they travel um, through Alaska to get, you know, that's the gateway to the mm-hmm. rest of the United States. So I met people from all over the world. It was a wonderful experience. Wow. And you started that when you were 18? Like 18 right out of the years house? old. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. It. Wow. Yeah, so I, I 
tell people when they ask me, where did you go to school? I said, I went to the School of Hard Knocks, and I got a degree in street smarts and common sense. <laughs> oh, I love that. That'll give a lot of encouragement to those, you know, millennials out there that are, yeah. you know, struggling right now. That's that's a terrific mm-hmm. start. Um, so now you're coaching now and mm-hmm. um, done that for 13 years. Who Who's your your target audience for coaching? Great question. So my target audience has evolved over the years, and the reason why is just because I was, you know, in my in my early career of coaching, I was, uh, like many business owners, you know, just kind of feeling my way around and trying to figure out who my ideal target is. And what I have found is the people that I work best with and that I can relate to and who can relate to me are, um, you know, we're, I'm mostly working with Upper-level executives, um, I'm looking at, you know, general managers, um, uh, VPs, executive VPs, directors, and the C-levels. And then I also work with business owners. And some are small business owners um, who, you know, they've been in business for a little while, but they are just ready to take their game up a notch because oftentimes Mm -hmm. they're new business owners and they need a little bit of help, you know, kind of getting some legs under them to build their business. Well, that sounds terrific. Um, I want to ask you, what prompted you to write your book, Own Your Own Greatness? Yeah, that was, uh, interestingly enough, I, I've always worked with coaches. I've always had my own coach throughout my career. And as I grew as a coach myself, um, I had a coach who was the first person really to identify, well, not, I shouldn't say the first person, but really the first person Mm -hmm. to give me permission (laughs) to own my own greatness and to realize that I, I have a lot of books in me and I never really gave that any credence or put two, you know, two thought processes together to say, oh, well, maybe I could write books and sell them and, um, and help some people and make money on the way. And I realized that what I was doing with my coach uh, she was empowering me to step into and own my greatness. And, of course, because I have my own coach, I pay that forward to my clients. And the more I was coaching uh, and, and attracting more of these executives, the more I realized that the number one challenge that many of my clients have when we start together is they reveal to me that they're they're challenged with their own deservability issues, that they don't feel like they deserve to be successful or they don't feel like they deserve more or better or whatever. You know, they don't, they, they have a deservability issue. And I realized, oh, well, I'm attracting people who have the same challenge I do, right? That makes me more relatable and approachable. So mm-hmm. I decided, well, if I'm having challenges with this, then maybe, you know, and obviously some of my, a lot of my clients are having challenges with really stepping to, into and owning their greatness, then what if I go out and start talking to people and interviewing people and finding out the people that have stepped into and own their greatness, how they did it, and write a book and kind of a, you know, an instruction manual. I call it uh, cracking the code of owning your greatness and helping people realize that, you know, they can give themselves permission. They don't have to seek approval from anyone else to step into and own their greatness. That's terrific. So owning their greatness, that kind of Mm -hmm. is hard for a lot of us. Do you find it's harder for males or females? It's much more difficult. 
you know, that's that's an interesting question because on one hand, outwardly it's much more difficult for females. But in the privacy of my coaching engagements, men reveal eventually that they have their own deservability issue. They will, they'll, um, you know, they walk around with this mask on that they show the world because they're expected to, right? They're the man. They're expected to be the breadwinner, the provider. They're expected to be the strong, silent type. But interestingly, once we start working together, it may take some time, but they will usually show me a crack in their foundation where, in fact, they are struggling with that deservability and that lack of owning their greatness. And then that's Mm -hmm. when the work really starts to begin. Whereas women, I just sat down with a, a, a new... Um, interested prospect this morning, a woman who I'd only met her at an, uh, a networking event twice before. And we sat down and within one minute she was crying because she was just so overwhelmed with this fe- these feelings of, um, you know, challenge and difficulty and feeling stuck. And, um, you know, she felt like, I wouldn't say worthless, but she mm-hmm. felt very overwhelmed. Whereas men don't do that. It takes them a long time to open up, but eventually they do. So it's different. It's not that either one struggles more. It's how long does it take for them to reveal that they're struggling with it. Right. I think females can open up a little bit more and be more more vulnerable than a male can, yes. in a, especially Absolutely. in a business setting. Right. Absolutely. So you're real, yeah. So as a coach, you're really, um, you're really counseling these people and then offering them, you know, your – your background um, and knowledge. Um, I have a question for you. What's the most important sure. thing you've learned about writing your um, your book, Own Your Greatness? Oh, What's the most important thing? The most important thing I learned was that I'm not alone. I I have struggled, you know, I, I, I reveal, I'm very vulnerable in the book, and I reveal that, you know, some days are easier than others. <laughs> and mm-hmm. There was a time, uh, you know, while I was trying to get through the book and I was, I kept stalling out and I kept having these hurdles. And I remembered, okay, everyone that I've interviewed for this book has revealed to me that their confidence wavers sometimes. And my confidence is wavering right now. And that means that it's okay if it wavers because it happens to everyone. And I'm not, I'm not any different. I'm still human. And the most important thing that I learned is it's okay to have your confidence shaken a little bit, but the most important thing to do is to implement and put some strategies and some structures in place so that when it happens, you don't wallow in self-pity and it doesn't knock you off your game. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. That's really important. I think uh, when you don't take risks, and you're not going to live to your full potential. And then when you do and you find a hurdle and your confidence right. wavers, as you said, that's that's when we have to pick ourselves up and, and you know, start all over again. Sure. That's really important. Absolutely. Yeah. It is. And, then and there are days so- when, when you, it's going to be harder than others, but that's when you, you know, the the stigma about coaching is people think there's something wrong with them if they ask for help. And the reality of it is, Smart people ask for help. They know that they can't get through it alone sometimes, and it's okay to ask for help. Right. I think that's important as well. And what is the um, one key takeaway that people will experience by reading your book, Own Your Greatness? 
the key takeaway is um, the code, right? Uh, the, 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 the steps that people need to implement so that they have more better days and more days where they've stepped into and own their greatness. Because, you know, you can step into and own your greatness, but sometimes it's fleeting. And it's very rare that we arrive and we stay there. What happens is we have to arrive and then we have to keep arriving because we evolve. We change as humans. And so the important thing to know is you never really truly own your greatness. It's not static. It's just like life. Mm -hmm. It's fluid and dynamic. And so in order for you to continue stepping into your greatness and owning your greatness over and over and keep arriving, you have to implement some strategies and, and take some steps. And I interviewed about a dozen people, and they all have, they had uh, several steps in common that they all engaged in to get back into their groove and, and step up and, and into their greatness to continue to keep arriving over and over again. I love that to keep arriving. I think that's really significant. Mm -hmm. It's it's not something that you're just going to stay at the top of the the mountain. It's you're going to fall right. a little bit and just keep getting back up. I love that. That's right. Well, and that's right. part of the growth process, right? If you're not falling down, I I, I heard Liz Bentley um, when I dialed in, and I love what she said about water skiing because I've been a water skier my, most of my life. I started learning how to water ski when I was eight years old. And she says, if you're not falling down when you're water skiing, you're not trying hard enough. And that's absolutely what owning your greatness is all about, is if you're not falling down, if you're not making mistakes, and if you're not getting knocked off your game, then you're not learning and you're not trying hard enough. You're not putting yourself out there and taking those, those risks to learn more. That's very true. That was a great analogy. I agree. Mm -hmm. And um, I have a, a woman's question for you. So in general, do you think women are being given equal opportunities these days as men in the consulting world? Um, huh. my, my gut reaction is no. I, you know, I think it's it, we've got a long ways to go as far as um, women being regarded as uh equals in, in the consulting world, we're still seen as, you know, the mom, the stay-at-home parent who takes care of the kids. And unfortunately, what I do see is the women who are entering the space, and I, I'm guilty of this myself, I kind of approached it in a, in a bit of a bull-in-the-china-shop manner, and I was um, I had a hard edge because I thought that's what mm -hmm. people wanted. I thought they wanted somebody who was going to, you know, crack skulls, and in reality, people don't want that. They want somebody who's going to help them achieve their goals but not be, you know, in there with a baseball bat breaking people over the head and hurting them emotionally or, you know, beating them down. People want someone who's going to lift them up. And I think women are seen as, um, you know, they. I think the, the perception is that we're still too soft but then the women mm -hmm. who try to compensate, they go in a little bit too hard. So we have to find that, that fine line and that nuance of bringing, you know, our level of education and our confidence and our knowledge that we can make a difference, but do it in a way that is still feminine. Right. And you, you really have to alter how you're probably dealing with each one in your coaching experience. Everybody has a you different um, a different personality. I found that in the business world too, and I've learned mm -hmm. that as everybody responds to to coaching a little bit differently. And but I think the theme here is lifting people up most definitely. Yep. 
I think when you tear Absolutely. them down, you're not going to get anywhere. That's um, right. And what do young women need to know today about things, um, the way things have changed, and how should they approach their work? Um, what do young women need to know today? Well, know that it's an uneven playing ground. Mm-hmm. But also know that people are going to try and take you down and consider this. When when someone gives you harsh criticism, the, the saying goes, haters are going to hate, right? That's a mm-hmm. great Taylor Swift song. <laughs> mm-hmm. Haters are going to hate. And when people try to take you out, the most important thing you can remember is you need to surround yourself with people who want to lift you up, not take you down. And the people who are going to hate on you, those are the people you get away from as fast as possible. Um, you don't necessarily – an important takeaway here is for young women to be very discerning and not just surround themselves with cheerleaders, but mm-hmm. actually become very very discerning and figure out who has your best interest at mind without an agenda attached, and who wants you to succeed at whatever you want to succeed at, regardless of how it may affect them. That's a really, that's, really important thing. That's perfectly said. I love that. Um, and we do need to be discerning and and stay away from those haters, that's for sure. If, um, if there was one thing um, or one virtue about life that your mother instilled in you, What's the first thing that comes to mind? <laughs> Sleep on it, girl. <laughs> Best thing um, she ever told me was sleep on it. Just don't make any uh, don't make any any big decisions in life in uh in the moment, right? Because if we let our emotions get the best of us, it clouds our judgment. And it's the best thing she's ever told me is Wendy, just sleep on it. Just give yourself a little bit more time before you make a decision. And I tell you what, that has been a game changer for me. Right. My my mom always said it's all it's gonna be better in the morning, Janice. That's what she right. always said. And that's kind of the yeah. same thing sleeping on it. I love that. Yeah. Sleep on it. Definitely. I she told me that when I was getting ready to divorce my second husband. She said, Wendy, just sleep on it. <laughs> and I still decided to divorce him, so at least I oh. at least I listened to her. So the eight hours didn't make a difference really. <laughs> no. What what no. had to change had to change regardless of how much I slept on it. <laughs> well, do, now, um, do you have any special offers for our listeners? Absolutely. I offer for all new clients a buy one, get one. We all love getting stuff for free, right? BOGO, especially shoes. (laughs) So I love to offer BOGO to to folks who are thinking about coaching. I offer buy one, get one, buy one full price coaching session and get one free. And that is... um, my, uh, you know, that's two sessions for the price of one. So $500 value um, or $1,000 value for $500. And wow. that way, yeah, that way the client has the opportunity to see, you know, if if it's a good working relationship. So there's, a, you know, there's no long-term commitment. They get to try it out and see if they like working with me. And I've never had, I guarantee that I will be able to move the needle forward with my with every single client 
on whatever their their um, presenting challenge or, or coaching need is. And if I can't move the needle forward every session, I'll give them a, a session for free. And I've never had to give away a free session in seven years, and I have a 99% success rate. Wow. That's that's terrific. Um, how should our listeners um, go about finding your book? So my book is going to be published on October 18th. It will be on um, my website, wendynolan.com, and Nolan is spelled N-O-L-I-N. Of course, it is also going to be available on Amazon as a Kindle download, or it can be ordered in paperback form. That's great. Thank you so much for being on the show. Um, Wendy, and it's been so interesting and formative. I've had a lot of fun um, and learned a lot, and I'm sure Thank our you. listeners have as well. Thank you yes, so much. Glad to be here. Thanks, Janice. Great. My pleasure. Ladies, I am so happy that you tuned in today and learned from our amazing, fantastic female guests, and I hope you recognize this as an opportunity to pass their knowledge on to your daughters and friends and share the wisdom of ages. I'll talk to you again soon, and in the meantime, let's lift each other up, spread the love, and share an attitude of gratitude. Thank you very much. Olive Crest is a local nonprofit organization dedicated to preventing child abuse, treating and educating at-risk children, and preserving the family one life at a time. For 40 years, Olive Crest has provided safe, loving homes to at-risk youth throughout Southern California, Nevada, and the Pacific Northwest. There are many ways you can help, including volunteering or becoming a foster parent. Go to www.olivecrest.org or call 1-800-550-CHILD to learn more. That's 1-800-550-CHILD. Call today. You've been listening to the Tell Janice Radio Show. If you'd like to be a guest or suggest a guest for the show, or if you would like to nominate a fabulous female for a shout-out by Janice on the live show, please visit www.telljanice.com. Please share this episode with your social network and help us lift women up. Join us next week for another episode of Tell Janice.